Good morning, church. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we give you thanks for giving us another chance to come before you at your feet and be fed by you. Let your Holy Spirit reign amongst us, for apart from you we can do nothing. Help us to understand your word, but most importantly to do according to thy word. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. May the church say? Amen. The church say? Amen. Amen. Uh, my name is Humphrey Muraya, and I'm a native from Kenya, and I serve as a pastor with All Nations Presbyterian Fellowship, which is our sister congregation with Westminster. And I'm happy and delighted that today I could stand here, uh, having been given the chance by the session of this congregation uh, to speak the word of God. Amen. I was told to come and preach on love. Love. That is what I was told. Other times I want just pick the sermon that I would like to preach. But this time I was told, Humphrey, come and teach and preach on love. And I asked the question, why is it that you want me to preach on love? And somebody said, because Valentine is just around the corner. I'm not an expert on, on these things, but general, general love can be found anywhere. But for the Christian love, I have a manuscript, my manual, our manual, this one, our formula, our dictionary, our all in all about love is here for the Christian believer. And even for those who might think about that other love, you know, that other love out there, which I'm not going to talk really about, you know, I love you, baby, I love you, honey. I'm not preaching that tonight. It's good. But today I'm going to preach on the Christian love. This is a very excellent manual on love. This one. Very excellent. If you really want to know what love is all about, here it is. Don't go hunting very far. Christian love is here. And that is what we're going to talk about. When I'm preaching at uh, All Nations Presbyterian Fellowship, the one I'm used to very much, I ask a lot of questions. And they know that. So many questions when I'm preaching, and I expect answers from that congregation. And one time I asked a, a lady from South Africa who does not know English very well, what do you call a pastor who always asks questions in the, you know, while preaching? And she told me, we call him a questionable pastor. <laughs> questionable pastor? I said, okay. English is difficult, you know, and it is my eighth language for your information. So when you don't get some of my words, know that English is my eighth language. I'm still learning English, and I'm going to get it there. Amen. So, when I ask a question, don't be worried, don't feel shy to answer. What is love? What is this love we are talking about today? What is this love that I was told to come and preach? What is love? Is it a feeling? Is it a formula that one can design? Is it a physical thing that you can touch like this? Or is it something that is hanging there, you know, something seen or unseen? What is love? What is love? Is it a mystery? You know there are songs about love. You know them, don't you? People sing about, and you even sang one here. Oh, how I love Jesus. 
There are songs about love, about Jesus. And there are also songs out there about somebody you know. There are poems about love. Even holidays are set apart. This holiday, this Valentine, we are going somewhere. Stores are packed with the teddy bears. You know who's a teddy bear? I, I went to Walmart and they are hanging all over. And then somebody comes, a big one, the same size. The child was carrying the teddy bear, but the teddy bear was bigger than the child. And it's written, you know what is written there. And there are so many cards there. And when I was thinking about love, and what to say and what to preach on this love, I found that our society, the society we live in, this society we live in, has so many, gives us so many deceptive, deceptive things about love. And one thing they say, I don't know whether it is true or not, you know better maybe, they say love is what? Blind. Love is blind. And they say, I wish you knew whom you, you know what about. I don't know. Because it is blind. But friends, what is love? What is it all about? Depending on who you ask, what is love? Because if I start from here and everybody sees, answers the question, then I go right at the back where Pastor Yula Lee is sitting. I go straight back there. Come here. Every one of us will give a different answer. Or even if I give an, give a, a, an answer nearer to that one, everybody will have something different because people tend to answer questions differently. So it depends on who you ask, who is, what is love. But my sermon is not on what is love. My sermon is, I don't know whether it is up there, the greatest is what? Love. Or love is the greatest. So it depends on who you ask. Let me tell you what happened one day. A mother came from work very tired, and she wanted her children to go to bed early enough. So she asked her daughter uh, to go to bed. Of course she was tired. The mother was very tired and she took the daughter to bed, the youngest daughter, and then along the way the mother asked the daughter, what is love, honey? And the daughter told the mother, remember the mother is very tired, right? Love is when you read me or you read to me bedtime stories without skipping pages. That is what I call love. Because it's all about who you ask. You will get an answer. If you are to ask King Solomon, you have all read about King Solomon, who was the wisest person in the world. You remember he, he told God, all I need is what? Wisdom. Give me wisdom, God. If you ask, if you ask King Solomon what is love, Solomon will tell you, please do not ask me about love. I am married to 300 wives and I have 700 concubines. So don't ask me about love with the 300 wives. 
If you ask google.com, you know Google? How you can go and Google what is love? Do it when you live here. You will get a thousand answers on love. Google. Google it. I tried before I came to, to, for this. What is love in Google? And I got answers and answers and answers I cannot imagine. So it all depends on where you ask or where you go and look for this love. When you ask Jesus what is love, if you go to Jesus and ask Jesus what is love, Jesus will tell you, love thy neighbor as thyself. And he gave the example of the good Samaritan. Love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Love is when your friend drops a pen and you pick it up for your friend. You don't step on it. You pick it up. That is love. Love is when someone coughs and you don't, you don't show the face like that was a wrong thing that was done. It is when someone sneezes and you say what? You say, bless you. Bless you. That is love. Love is when I don't have and you share with me what you have. That is what we call love. Christian love is expressed well by Jesus at Calvary when he laid his life down for us with his arms stretched and he was saying, my love for you is this much, this much. Where's the end? There is no end. You can go as much, you can go as much. My love for you is this much. It is a love that is unending. It does not end. And remember, even Paul one time said, nothing can separate us from the love of God. So in our scripture today, that was read very well. Thank you, Pastor Barbara. I imagine St. Paul. I just imagine him having a session meeting with the elders of the church in Corinth. That's why I'm coming here. And as they went ahead with the meeting, one of the members asked Paul, what is love? What is love? And the session clerk, or the secretary to the church, the session clerk in that meeting was recording the minutes and the words of Paul very well. That is why we have this here today. Because it was a letter written, or a circular that went round from Paul to the church in Corinth. And Paul answered this question very well. And the session clerk was very, very eloquent in writing. Because he, he or she, I don't know whether, he, I think he was a he, he never missed a word. So he wrote as Paul was saying, answering the question, what is love? If I speak in tongues of men and of angels, let me stop there. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clinging symbol. Why he started this first sentence, if I speak in tongues, he knew there was already a problem in the church of Corinth. 
Because before then, there were people who were speaking in tongues and others did not have that the gift of speaking in tongues. And there was a conflict. Those who were speaking in tongues were able to do that, were seeing those who could not speak in tongues as less Christians. There was a conflict, there was a misunderstanding in the church. So when Paul was asked the question, what is love? The first thing he said is, if I speak in tongues. Solving the problem first in the church. Love is solving the problem in the church, in the congregation. If you solve a problem here in the congregation, that is the first love in a congregation. Solving a problem. So he said, if I speak in the tongues of men, but I have not love, I'm only a resounding and clinging symbol. Then he went to say, if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and surrender my body to be burnt, but I have not love, I gain nothing. In simple terms, without love, we are nothing. Because love is the foundation of the Christian faith. Love is the foundation of the Christian faith. And love is the key to our Christianity. Love opens the doors for us as Christians. If you love, if we love that Christian love and we have it, doors will be open. It's like having a key to open all doors. And people come to our churches, people come to our congregations, just like you remember that one time that Mary Magdalene went into Peter's house because of hearing that Jesus was there. That's why she went there. So even us, as we come and worship together as brothers and sisters in Christ, if people hear out there that if we go to Westminster, we will find Jesus there, they will come invited or not, they will crush these doors, coming, because they know Christ is here. And Christ's love starts with us, loving other people. How do we treat other people? And Paul was very generous, very generous, in answering this question, what is love? Because he also told them what love is and what love is not. A very generous question, answer. He said in verse 4, love is patient, love is kind. Then love does not envy, it does not boast, I have this, I have that. It is not proud. You know there are some people who are just proud for nothing. Love is not proud. It is not rude. Listen to this. Paul is answering a question on what is love, and then he starts with what love is not does not envy, does not boast, is not proud, is not rude, is not self-seeking, is not easily angered, don't get upset quickly if you love. It keeps no record of wrongs. Keeps no records of wrongs. You know, you might offend someone and after 10 years, someone will come and tell you, you do you know you did this to me 10 years ago? You did that to so-and-so 10 years ago. 
You offended me 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Love does not keep those records. It does not keep record of wrongs. And love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. What a wonderful answer. That is what love is not. But what is love again? He says it protects, always trusts, always hopes, hope. Do you see people who hang themselves upon trees or they, they commit suicide in any way? One thing that makes people commit suicide is they are hopeless. They have no hope. They think of no future in them. But love always hopes. And if you have hope, if we give people hope, people will live longer. People will be with us, our children, our neighbors, those people we love. Because we, are, we give them hope, we give them love. Therefore, if we love our neighbors, we love our people, we give them hope, they will live longer. Always preserves, perseveres, and love never fails. Where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled, silenced. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. But before we conclude on Paul and the message, let us hear what John also said about love. Because John mentioned about this love. In 1 John, 1 John 4, 16 to 21, he says, listen to this about love. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. We, we know and rely or depend on the love God has for us. God is love. Listen to that sentence. God is love. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God. If you live, if I live in love, we live in God and God in us. Do you see this love? If we are to have Christ dwelling in us, we must have love. I'm reading John for John, 1 John 4, verse 16 to 21. This verse 19 to 20 says, We love him because he first... We sang that. It's, that hymn is from here. We love him because he first loved us. Verse 20, listen to this because it belongs to me and you also. If someone says, I love God, like we sang, and hates his brother, the Bible says he is a liar. He is what? A liar. For he who does not love his brother, whom he can see. If I cannot love these people that I am seeing, this is what the Bible is asking us. How then can this person love God, whom he or she has not seen? Difficult question. And the commandment is this that we have from God, that who he loves, God, whoever loves God, must love his brother, must love his sister also. That's a commandment. He who loves God must love his brother, must love his sister, must love his community, must love his congregational members, regardless of how you think about someone. Love is first 
is key. It's what we live on. It's what we depend on. Remember, we love God because God loved us first. And he gave his only begotten son so that whoever loves and believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Brothers and sisters in Christ, Paul concludes the answer to this question by saying, and now these three. I'm imagining the congregation or the session was sitting as you all seated. As all seated. They are looking at him and he tells them, and now these three remain. Faith, number one. Hope, number two. And love. But the greatest of this is the greatest of this is love. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, let us live in this love. May God bless you. Amen.